This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello everybody, it is Friday, it is the Blood Red podcast and we are back with plenty to talk about today, it must be said. We're going to chat a little bit about Harry Wilson, transfers, chiefly those made by Liverpool's rivals, the Community Shield, a little look back at Liverpool's 3-1 win against Leon, where the Reds look back in business. Uh, first of all, though, I'll introduce the guys we have uh, in the room today. Football is back. The curtain is about to be raised in the community show. But also, Ian Doyle is back. Doyle, how are you doing? I'm a little bit tired, but but okay. Gl- lovely to see you. Love to see everybody again. Excellent, excellent. And of all the places you've been on your pre-season tour, where was where was the nicest? Geneva. Uh, Geneva was very picturesque, but very dull. Having been there before, um, I've never been to New York before. So I was quite impressed with that. So a lot I've, heard, that. I've heard it's all more right. More than like, you intended yeah. to see. Yeah, a little bit more. A little bit more. So yeah, yeah. Let's not go down that road. Yeah, saw a bit more of it than I thought. Boston was lovely. South Bend was in America. Yeah, yeah. Sorry if we got any South Bend listeners in. It was, uh, no, it's, it's 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 a nice enough place, but it doesn't quite have the history of the other two places. No, basically, no. It's, it's an up and coming. It regards itself as a 21st century city, so it's it's aiming high. Excellent. It sounds like you read the literature. On, I did, on yeah. Uh, we also have Connor Dunn. Connor, how have you been doing? A nice day out yesterday? Yeah, at the cricket. I'm enjoying it. I'm as excitable as ever about just about everything, Sean. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very glad to hear it. <laughs> we also have Paul Gorse. Gorsty, uh, what have you been up to? Yeah, not a lot. I don't know how to follow that, to be honest. Um, we're probably best cracking up. We will. We will do that. We'll do exactly that. Doily, we'll start with you and um, we'll talk about Harry Wilson. We've all seen that screamer against Leon, stunning goal. Um, Klopp was speaking after the game about Wilson and his future and saying Liverpool have got to do the right thing for the club, but they've also got to do the right thing for the player. What exactly is the right thing for club and player? Is it the same thing or is it different things? Uh, well, I would imagine that the best thing for the club would be getting a load of money for him if he's not going to play that often, if they don't think he's going to play that often. And for the player, it's obviously the best thing is to actually go and play somewhere where he's got a chance to play. And now that's entirely up to, to Jurgen Klopp, I think, whether he thinks he's seen enough over the last you know three or four weeks for for Wilson to have a to have a chance of making it at Liverpool. I mean it's been interesting because he's obviously played for nearly all of the summer without any of the main leading players. And you know he, he did okay, scored the goal against uh, Borussia Dortmund in uh, in South Bend. Um, Lovely place, it, yeah, it is. Yeah, twenty first century city. <laughs> and uh, whether or not Wilson's going to be a twenty first century player, we we'll have to find out. Very good segment. Yes. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but anyway, going going back going back to the point. Yeah, he's done okay, but. It's only been this week that he's been able to train and play alongside the other players who he probably would be playing alongside if mm. he was playing. You know, I know Sadio Mane's not there, but he, he's got Roberto Firmino and uh, Mohamed Salah back and, and Jordan Shakiri and Naby Keita as well. So he was put in a position on the left wing, which I against Leon on Wednesday, which he doesn't normally play. And Klopp admitted that afterwards, but he said that he kind of tweaked the formation a bit to make sure that he was a uh, felt a little bit more involved. And you know, he, he hit the post. He he drew a good save from the keeper. Then, of course, he scored that cracking goal, which, you know, Klopp said afterwards, it was just Harry Wilson, wasn't it? We've seen it enough times for Derby last, last season. So they know he's capable of that. It's it's interesting that all of those three chances, certainly the, the latter two were when he moved into a central position, kind of coming off the wing. And that's kind of where a lot of the Liverpool players like to play, though. So Liverpool do need an option out wide, somebody who's got a little bit of pace about him. And that's probably one thing that... Harry Wilson doesn't have. But the other thing as well is if they do let him go and it doesn't look as though Ryan Kemp perhaps is quite, I don't think Jurgen Klopp believes he's quite at the same level as Harry mm. Wilson. They're still going to, then they're going to have to go off and buy somebody, aren't they? And it's, what is it? The transfer deadline's now less than a week away. Yeah. So it would have to take a big bid from somebody 
when you're looking at £25 million for Liverpool to even consider letting him go. But it's got so late now that I wouldn't be surprised that Liverpool went, you know what, you're here, you've, you, you know how we play, you know the approach that we've got, you know, you know all about the club, you've played alongside nearly all of the players now, just you know, crack on and let's see what you can do, certainly until January. Don't mm. touch on it there, Connor. He's, you know, he excelled at Derby, uh, did Wilson. We all saw last season how well he did there, but he's 22 now. He's a full six years older than uh, Harvey Elliott, who also was uh, doing pretty well against Leon. Liverpool seem to have ruled out a low move for him, so it's it's kind of stick or twist time for the Reds in terms of keeping him or selling him. How, how do you see it playing out in the next week? Yeah, as Willie said there, really, I think, it just with literally seven days to go, just might be a little bit late for him to go anywhere. Um, if Liverpool could get £25 million from him, I think, you know, that's a really decent amount of money for a player that hasn't actually really played in the Premier League. But, you know, he's obviously a talented player and he, he played really well in the Championship. I'd, I'd like to see Liverpool keep hold of him, to be fair, because they need a little bit of an option. You know, he can clearly score from outside of the box, which maybe a few of the Liverpool midfielders don't really have in their locker. And yeah, I think he gives something a little bit extra and I'd like to see how he does in the Premier League. You know, Leo on the top side, they certainly, you know, went out a pretty strong team as well. So, you know, I thought we, thought we played well and it kind of seemed a little bit like his audition, you know, playing alongside mm. Salah and playing alongside Firmino and just seeing how he would get on out there. And I think he did all right. Mm. You've got to bear in mind he's only played 25 minutes for Liverpool yeah. ever. That, and that, all, was, yeah. and that was two and a half Plymouth. years ago yeah. at Plymouth, yeah. Mm. So he came on as a substitute in that game. He's, he's a completely different player now. So mm. it will be, you know, as Connor's just said, you know, I don't think alone. It's, it's going to be happening, no. and I agree. I think he should have a chance. I do. Ghostly, where do you stand? Because 25 minutes, if that's all he's played this season, surely <clears> you've got to check a trade. You'd hope for more progress than there was last season, at least in the domestic cup competitions. Um, he's going to get a bit more game time, surely, isn't he? And, and at this stage, what he could learn from Salah, Mane and Co in training is going to be more than he could learn elsewhere, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But uh, I think it's been a bit of an inconclusive experiment, if I'm honest. I know the whole um, idea was to see how we performed in, in uh, pre-season and then they'd make a decision on him and Klopp said himself after the final game that no decision had been taken um, mm. for every goal that he scores against Leon, there's two or three incidents where you, you kind of realise he's just not at that quite top level at this, at this stage there was a, an incident that I recall against Sevilla where uh, Ben Moore charging down the right hand flank and all yesterday was laying in and he decides to cut inside shoot and the shot gets blocked and uh, the chance comes to nothing and just wonder how um whether he's he's at that level to perform for a club with his lofty ambitions as Liverpool, if I'm honest. I think um, maybe giving him, you know, 20 minute cameos here and there, knowing that he can pull something out the bag like he did against Leon mm. is always kind of worthwhile having in your armory, you know, someone who can just produce something like that out of nothing because let's face it, Liverpool don't have too many players who can uh, who can hammer them in from range since Philip Coutinho left. So he's he's got that on his side. Um, and he's also got the fact that time is running down and if Liverpool were to sell them, then they'd have to look at bringing someone in the market. And um, I couldn't even hazard a guess as to who that might be at this stage. So um, I think I think I agree with Conor. Actually, with a week left, it may be a little bit too late to sell him. So looks like he's at least got another six months at Liverpool. Um, so we'll see how he goes. I think he'll play at some point against Man City on Sunday. Yeah, I, th- I don't think he'll start, but I think he'll get on. I think Klopp... May as well because yeah, don't forget he did play at Wembley in May in the playoff final. Where, if, like to be honest, like most of the Derby team that day, he wasn't particularly great until the last twenty minutes, where suddenly he came alive and things started happening. So, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. But I, w- I would be amazed if he didn't get any minutes at Wembley. Well, we shall see. Moving on to other transfer business uh, that Liverpool's rivals have conducted so far. 
Spurs added a bit of bite and steel uh, with Ndombele. Pepe has now been confirmed that he's going to Arsenal. United have brought in Wan-Bissaka and looks set to potentially splurge a bit further and bring in some more recruits. Rodri obviously has gone to City. Now, Connor Dunn, um, this, this sunny Friday <laughs> afternoon, uh, a piece will be dropping on the Echo website where you make the argument that not one of these would get into Liverpool's first team. Uh, talk us through that one. Yeah, I've uh, you can go and read it, but I've dismissed every single Premier League team <laughs> sign-ins for this transfer window because none of them will get into Liverpool's team, and that is that. Um, no, but basically, you know, you can argue a case. You know, Pepe, he's not going to displace Salah, Firmino, he's not going to displace Mane. He would be an incredible backup. You know, we've seen him. You know, he scored second most goals in Liga One last year, and you know, only behind Mbappe. And he's clearly a tidy player, but you know. £70 million for what would essentially be a backup and sitting on the bench, never going to happen. And Dombele, I think the Lyon manager himself said last year that he lacks concentration in the final third. Mm. That's maybe, you could argue that's what Liffle need. They need like a holding midfielder. Who's going to displace, displace in a Champions League winning captain? Fabinho looks world class. When Alden suits that system, plays so well. I just don't see anybody getting in. Rodri, a similar defensive midfielder and, you know, in similar mould to Fabinho, Manchester City needed to buy him because Fernandinho, you know, he's not going to be playing in the championship, uh, Community Shield because he's injured and that's why they need to replace him. He's aging and he didn't play a lot of football last season. So, yeah, I just don't think any signing is getting into the sign 11 of Liverpool. So, there we go. <laughs> Gents, uh, any, any takers to uh, oppose that view? I would like to say that uh, I would say Lille have played a blinder with Pepe. Yeah. Where have they got 72 million for him? Yeah. And because they played his goals from the penalty spot. Yeah, last they, they, nine of them, yeah. They yeah. played everybody against each other without anybody actually ever really being, certainly from what I've heard, being interested. No, Liverpool were never ever in for him, yet their name was still linked with him until the day that he actually yeah. signed for Arsenal. So they've done well there of Lille. In answer to your question, to be honest, a lot of the players I've not seen play. So I can't really, you know give you that much of an opinion. It may be further down the line in a couple of years that some of them end up becoming decent players. But at the moment, I almost don't think it's not that Liverpool fans aren't asking for players to improve the first team and go straight in. No. What they're asking for is players who perhaps depth. strengthen mm. the depth. And I'd imagine, you know, there are two or three of the players you just mentioned then that would certainly, certainly. be able to come in and get into the squad. Yeah. But then Liverpool aren't going to spend £72 million on a squad play. They're not going to spend, what was it on? 55, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 45 for Wambasaka, 55 yeah. for Ndombele. So that that kind of money, Serious give, cash. given the fact that they've spent, what was it, 50-odd million on Cater, uh, 65 on Alisson, 75 on Van Dijk, mm. another 40 on Fabinho. Yeah. they spent a lot of money in the last 18 months, two and a half years. So I think you know they've won the Champions League. That kind of suggests that they've done that right. And... Yeah, I think none of these players would have come and improved the first team, but they definitely would improve the squad. Yeah, mm. I mm. agree wholeheartedly. Well, coming at it from another perspective, we'll start with you on this, Gorsty. Uh, who, who has done the best? Who's won this transfer window, do you think? Of, of the, of <laughs> the, you don't the get anything six. for winning the transfer <laughs> well, you window. You can't, and you only know whether you've won it until about two or three years down the line. It's a new it's trophy, like, isn't it? Who won the 2016 transfer window? Who did Liverpool buy then? Who was it? Mane and... 16, um, Mane Aldum. and Juan Aldum. Yeah. Carius. Well, maybe Joel not Okay, well, Matip, <laughs> there you go. They, they, they bought three Champions League winners. I, I would suggest that Liverpool won that transfer window. Mm. But then... But, but then no one's going to give them that award three years down the line, are they? No. Liverpool got the reward by winning the Champions League. Sorry, I'm going off on one here. Well, Liverpool haven't won this season's Champions League um, transfer window trophy after with Harvey Elliott and Sepp Van den Berg. But what happens if, like... They end up becoming well, well, brilliant yeah, players. Then, like in I ten years' time, yeah, so we go saying. back and say, "Oh, they won it there." But, yeah. Like if you look at Manchester City, and Connor said there that they're looking for a Fernandinho replacement long term, which is fair enough. He's thirty-five, but he's still probably one of the best defensive mids in Premier League. But City 
just go and spend 60 million on, on another one anyway. Um, these are the kind of sums that Liverpool can't compete with. If Liverpool spends 60 million on a player, he becomes the third most expensive player in their history. Yeah. Mm. Um, so Liverpool are never going to do that for someone who's going to be a backup player. Well, I think so Rodri's what top six most expensive Premier League signings ever. Probably, yeah. Um, the, the way the way the money's gone since since Pogba signed for United, it's hard to keep up. But a few years ago, we all knew who the records were than me. But now we'd have to sit and evaluate them all. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen too much of Rodri. I know they, they kind of look at him in Spain as Sergio Busquets' long-term replacement in the, in the Spanish team. And Guardiola said that they've got a top-class holding midfielder for the next decade. So you'd have to say that, you know, he knows his onions there. So he'll be a, a top player for them. And Don Blaise, another one, seems to be highly rated. I know that, that was a very good Leon team with, with plenty of players. Seems to be getting broken up slightly now with Fakir gone and, and then Don Blaise going to Tottenham. Um, but I'm not overly concerned with the business that Liverpool's rivals are doing. Um, I can't wait to see Pepe in the Premier League. Mm. Um, all the hype about him, Liverpool were never in for him, really, as we, we know when we said and we stuck to our guns through thick and thin when others were calling us this and that. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my mentions were full of it. Um, so I'm excited to see him, and, and these are the types of players who you want to see in the Premier League. Um, so we'll see how they all get on, but um, I'm not envious of, of any of the business that Liverpool's rivals have done if I'm honest Would you want to see the other Pepe in the Premier League centre-back? Yeah just just for our, <laughs> our great yeah, just get, get even Diego Costa back that'd be great yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That would spice things up a bit um, Right then moving on to the game on Sunday Doyle we'll start with you how significant a, a match do you think this is for, for Liverpool and City laying down a marker for the season for the title battle to come? The funny thing is normally with the Community Shield or the Charity Shield as it's known to old people like me is, um, is that it normally just doesn't matter but because of who's playing in it and the situation how close the battle was last season how everyone expecting this season to come across and partly because of Liverpool's pre-season and the way that, that went is that I think this is like a game that everybody's reading into it you know, it's become suddenly become an important match. I mean, what was the game last year? Community Shield. <laughs> Can't remember. Chelsea City. Yeah, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What score was it? Oh, contact penalties. <laughs> Now it's 2-0 mm-hmm. to City. Two there you go. The yeah. fact that you oh. can't remember. And yeah. Chelsea then lost that, but then ended up staying unbeaten until September or something like that. Yeah, yeah they yeah, did had a really good start to the season. Yeah. yeah, And got to the League Cup final, won the Europa League and finished third. So you'd have to say Chelsea, good season. You can't really read too much into what happened in that in that that particular game but this one I think people will do because of those reasons that I've just said and you're right I think they'll both want to look to put down a mark I mean Jurgen Klopp was interesting because he, he kind of suggested when he, he did his press conference for the game on Monday which seems like forever ago now to be honest but he said that it's a game where initially he was, he was taken a bit by surprise by the fact that everyone was regarding it as a friendly Somebody, yeah. somebody, yeah. somebody said, and he's like, "You what? I've only just found it out now. I just thought it was like a final because he's played the the, the equivalent German equivalent, the Super Cup over there for Borussia Dortmund and won it twice against uh, both times against Pep Guardiola's Bayern Munich. By the way, um, so yeah, he was a bit taken aback by that, but he did say that look, if we win, it's not going to change anything. If we lose, it's not going to change anything. But then a little bit later on, he did say that kind of suggested we can't afford to get absolutely tonked by them, mm. which I think is something that Liverpool." Don't want. And if Liverpool lose two one against City on Sunday, it'll be like most people will be like, you know, so what? But in the Norwich game, but if Liverpool lose three or four nil, then people will start talking, and that's something that they're going to look to avoid. But if they play like they did against Leon, certainly going forward, they'll be doing a, a bit better than they have done for most of the summer. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Connor, how about you? Do you think this will tell us a fair bit about the season to come, or is it still far too early to be making judgments? 
I think you've got to look at it like Mane's not going to be playing, is he? And he's one of you know world class Liverpool player, and they're not going to be firing on all cylinders because there's such a lot on Norwich. They're going to want to lay down a mark in the first game of the Premier League, and it's going to be a case of you know. Both teams will want to get one over on the other team. There's no mistake about it just because of the nature of how last season played out. But I just don't think it's going to be the be all and end or, or how the season is really going to go. I just think Norwich is just so much more important. And as you said, you know, we can't remember the score of the game last year. <laughs> it's just it's just how it is, isn't it? But, you know, it's nice to see Liverpool-Wembley. Mm. Yeah, very true. And Gorsley, it's very fair to say that Liverpool looked a lot sharper against Leon yeah. than they had previously in pre-season. And if you look at who, who they played, um, it's certainly in America, the tests that Klopp set up for Liverpool there, it's a higher calibre of opposition than City in the pre-season programme they put together. So how do you see it going? Do you think Liverpool could almost spring a little bit of surprise on City? I don't see why not. It's, um, as Connor says then, it's, it's difficult to remember what happens 12 months ago. But if Liverpool win it, you're certainly taking it as a, as a scalp, aren't you? And it's another trophy um, in the cabinet. And, and it's you're hoping that they win the Super Cup and then you can claim we've won three trophies in, in three months <laughs> or two months. Um but yeah, I think I think you put the performance as the most important thing Sunday because as Doyle says, if Liverpool ship three or four and and it's a really miserable day, then you you going into that Norwich game with a bit of concern, a bit of trepidation, and uh, there's going to be so many fans who are going to be in uproar, isn't there, uh, before the ball's even being kicked. But I think if it's a they make a good account of themselves and they're narrowly beaten, say two one or three two, then I don't think too many will be will be overly concerned. Um, so perform, it's very much a pre-season in terms of results. Don't really matter, but performances do. Um, even though a trophy's up for grabs, so um, I'd be happy to win it. But if, if they lose and, and play well, then I won't be too good to going into that Norwich game in uh, in a week's time. Mm. Dolly, what type of encounter do you think it'll be? I mean, last season in the league, we saw two very fine margin, high level encounters. Do you think it'll be like that, or it might be a bit more kind of expansive and loose at this stage of the season? It's hard to tell, really. To be honest, I mean, I must admit, I've obviously been following Liverpool. I don't know anything about Man City's. Summer program. They, lost, they lost to Wolves. Yeah, I know Junior that. Yeah. Wolves and lost on penalties. Beat West Ham, and they've played a Chinese team and a Japanese team. Conceded against both. They played West Ham. Yeah. Okay. What score was that? Four uh, one. Four one. I think the yeah. Asia Cup trophy. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah they, and to be honest, they are. Um, they flew out two days after they were supposed to because of an administration error. Yeah, that hasn't been the that, best yeah. preseason ever for them either. Mm. Really, to be fair, it's been a bit higgledy piggledy for want of a better word. <laughs> uh, in answer to your question, what was the question again? Sorry. Oh, what kind of game are you yeah. expecting? Uh, t- uh, yeah, I genuinely don't know. I mean, there's every chance that both teams will go keep it a bit cagey because I think I'm right in saying you're allowed a lot more subs than normal in the Community Shield. That might be something we need to look at. Yeah, something we should know. Yeah, we should know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, Liverpool haven't been in it for, for 13 yeah. years, so yeah. come on, we're not supposed to know these things, really, are we? The game's from not, not for another two days as well. Um, We'll know by the time the game starts, don't we? Um, but and you can read it on our live yeah. blog. <laughs> <laughs> but the point being is that it won't be the real teams, as it were. I mean, both teams will go strong, but they'll be making changes and they'll want to see, both managers will want to probably try something else because it's the last chance for them to try things before the season starts. But they won't want to get beat. I can't, I can't see it being nil-nil, but I can see it being quite tight. I can see the teams not going... You know, hell for leather. So it would be a little bit more like the game at Anfield than the game at the Etihad last season. And I think I'm right in saying, thanks to our ace statistician, Jed Ray, that City, if they win, it'll be the first time they've beaten Liverpool in consecutive competitive games since about 1937. So that's something for Liverpool to look to avoid. Absolutely. Right then, um, like you just said, Doyle, potentially a strong team. You've hinted before, Potentially Wilson could get a little bit of a run out. So let's let's pick our team. Keeper, go on, Steve, we'll start with you. We'll go around the room. Is it is it a simple case of Alisson is back? 
It is, yeah. Um, I know he, he dropped the clanger within his first five minutes, yeah. didn't he? But I think that's that's just a bit of ring rust. And if he's, if he's going to drop one in, then let it be pre-season. Um, so, yeah, Alisson over Mignolet. Mm. The interesting thing about Alisson is that every time he makes a mistake, Liverpool just get him out just there. Yeah. Get him out. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 He's and never also, made a mistake where it's actually cost Liverpool a game or yeah. points. It's, it's it was, interesting. Well, Le- Leicester was one where they won. United was one where yeah. they won. Yeah. Fulham... Oh yeah, they won that one as well. Yeah, that was debatable. It was a 50 50 That was, wasn't that it? was a mix up. Fat yeah. as well. Uh, yeah. And the one the other night, I know it was only a friendly, but, yeah, but I must admit, after five minutes, you were thinking, "Oh, here we go uh-huh. again." You know, yeah. but but another one, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but they, they they pulled it out the fire, as it were. Yeah. And by the end, they could have won by about four or five, couldn't they? Yeah. I mean, Leon did have a strong team out mm. with a lot of more of their recognisable players, and Liverpool defensively struggled in those first ten minutes. I mean. Joe Gomez was all over the place and wasn't helped by Lovren slicing one up in the air and obviously we mentioned Alisson mm. dropping one as well but yeah Alisson will be in goal Mignolet obviously he made a mistake against Sporting Lisbon in, in yeah. New York yeah. which was but then he again weirdly he had a very good summer I thought I thought he had quite yeah. a few, yeah. he made some good saves and typical Mignolet that though he's just, yeah, he very, just very dependable and, and solid and then just the odd clanger in well, there which, yeah, which like you, only people from Seem to remember. Yeah, it's like you just you think, oh, he's got, oh, he's got yeah. done it again. Yeah, with so. the goalkeepers, they don't seem to need as much time to prepare in pre-season as the outfield players yeah. do. So Allison's going to be back. He's going to be ready. Yeah. He's going to be firing. So he's got to start, and, isn't he? Yeah. And he made a mistake within five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, yeah, he's no, got to he's got to play. Yeah, yeah. Allison in. Lonergan snubbed. Not even, <laughs> not even mentioned. Um, we'll, we'll he can't play on. anyway. He's not Can registered not? as a player. Oh, yeah, so at least a little lap of honour or something for me. He's, he's had a, <laughs> a, de- a decent tour. Um, <laughs> Defence in play now. <laughs> uh, Defence then, Dory. We'll start with you. Is the fullbacks surely pick themselves? Centre back dilemma. You know, I don't know. It dep- again, it depends what Jurgen Klopp wants to do. To be honest, do you think the I mean, Leon game was a hint when he brought on Trent mm, Robertson, Matip, and Van Dijk? Well, that was the time? team that played the Champions League final, wasn't it? And I don't think any of the other players have done enough in the summer to suggest that they should be playing ahead of those four. I know Gomez, I thought, did okay for the, the for the most part. For the most yeah. part, but you know what's Matip done wrong? Nothing. So he, you know, he, he's quite loyal to his players. Well, he's very loyal to his players, as Jurgen Klopp, and he'll always pick players who are in form and players that he likes. Yeah. And, and well, let's be honest, he likes all the players, so he's, he is going to pick the players who are in form. And Matip's done nothing to suggest he should be losing that jersey. Although, again, if they are making lots of subs, I'd imagine he'd be one that might make way in the second half at some point yeah it's interesting because you know obviously the partnership of Gomez and Van Dijk at the start of last season was just absolutely ridiculous and going forward for the future Gomez is Liverpool's future in the heart of defence isn't he and I personally would just like to see him get back and start the Premier League season with Gomez because I think that partnership the pace that Gomez offers over Matip I think is something that he adds extra next to Van Dijk in the air and I don't know that for me it would be the pick I think I'm right in saying that last season both games it was Lovren and Van Dijk against Man City because it certainly it was, was it yeah. certainly yeah. was in the, the Gomez was right back on the field yeah. and um, Lovren I remember Lovren in fact Van Dijk was fuming with him found a few seconds when they're chasing an equaliser and he decides to um, try and play a 70 yard pass with his weaker left foot and, <laughs> and it didn't reach Van Dijk and he was absolutely furious I remember that so I think whether or not that's going to play into Klopp's thinking well, no, no one's suggesting Lovren started by the way so no. whoever does play it will be different for yeah. For City, a different kind of... Like a new sign-in. We're not going down that road. <laughs> not, 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 not like a new sign-in, no. But yeah, it will be... Again, it's like, normally you'd be looking at these games and going, oh, well, let's have a few pointers towards the new season. How are we going to start against Norwich? But now it's like, no, this is the start of the mm, season. Absolutely. We have to do something against City. So we've got hmm. uh, Trent, Rob, Van Dijk, all agreed, and we've got uh, one... Uh, one how, do we think Trent, how do you think Trent did in the summer, by the way? I thought he was not 
massively yeah, brilliant. Bit, yeah, bit, bit, bit leggy, but he's he's young, isn't he? He's um, got no concerns about him long term. When he when he went when he played those England games, he looked great, didn't he? And mm. That was kind of like the continuation of the season. So is that Champions League buzz? I think, and the hangover's yeah, probably yeah, a bit yeah. late and everything else. But he'll be bang off the Premier League yeah, season, yeah. you know. Also, yeah, I mean, as, as obviously when I was over in America, there was quite a lot of uh, you know attention around the fact that they won the Champions League and that. Jurgen Klopp did an interview, didn't he, where he's basically said, hopefully now we can put that to bed. Yeah, we have a new, and new then, story. And then they went off to Edinburgh and you had Jamie Webster on, on the, the roof, roof singing yeah. like, 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 and, and like Slash it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like just like this massive lap of honour, lap of celebration of, mm-hmm. of, of winning it all summer. And while I, you know the players have even mentioned it themselves, saying, look, it's great that we did all of this, but you know the moment we came back, we're focused on the new season. And I, I'm not sure whether... Not saying Jurgen Klopp doesn't believe that, but he, there have been quite a lot of distractions for them. Then it has been a little bit difficult. There was kind of none of that in Lyon. Uh, sorry, in Geneva against Lyon. I think the fans just were there just to watch the game, and I think they kind of appreciate that. Although it has to be said that in absolutely every single game that they've played in the build-up for about an hour, they've been showing on the big screens all the highlights from last season of them winning it. <laughs> yeah. Then they've been playing all the songs, this, that, and the other. So it has been a little bit difficult to get away with it. And while I understand, you know, they won a six European Cup and we all celebrated it. Well, certainly I did. Uh, you know, and you, well, you were there as well, yes, of yeah. course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we celebrated it. And I'm sure everybody else did you as think well. I'm excited about yeah, a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even speak when we did the podcast. I know, you were paying 20 euros yeah. for the <laughs> Couldn't talk. I actually couldn't talk. <laughs> like, anyway, yeah, um, the, the players, it has been a little bit difficult for them to, to, to crack on. And, you know, you've seen all the old stories of the old Liverpool teams where, you know, they'd start, they'd come in for the start of pre-season and they'd go like, here's your medals. They'd throw yeah. them at them and say, right, Running forget them. Yeah, yeah. Let's get on with it. And I think Jurgen Klopp, while he appreciates that they want to celebrate the achievement, especially him, because he's obviously lost his last six finals and, you know, he's put his name in, in Anfield history that he's thinking, okay, it's a difficult summer because of all these players who are missing. We just want to get on with it. And I think... You haven't really seen City talking about winning the Premier League loads, have you? No, you haven't no, seen, no. And I know they wanted the season before, so it's a little bit different. But City will be business as usual, and I think Liverpool are going to have to beat, and they're going to have to show that on Sunday. Mm. I think um, they're going to have to put up with that for an extra game, though, when they, they play Norwich Friday yeah, we night. we were speaking about this, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be the first game around field since the, the Wolves game in, in May. Um, and it's a Friday night, so fans are going to obviously be leaving work, about, you know, five-ish, straight to the booze, and, and they're going to be so... Like amped up to welcome on the mm. Champions of Europe. So if Liverpool think that that's been a slight distraction off field, then it's it's going to be ten times worse when Norwich visits. So that's going to be something that I'm going to have to get over, I think, next week. I think that might be different though, mightn't it? Because I think the, it'll be the fans who didn't get to any of the games, haven't been to any of the games in the summer, that mm. they'll be want to say thanks, basically, before yeah. the game. Yeah. But then they've obviously paid their money to go and watch them play in that particular game. So they won't be they won't be helping any kind of distraction. They'll just want to get Liverpool focused on beating Norwich. Mm. Back to our team selection. Now. <laughs> I think we need the cast Slight and tangent. vote. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of tangent. I think we need a Matip or Gomez cast and vote from you, Doily. Yeah, well, I can see. Um, I can see why Connor would like to see Gomez in because I think long term he is the centre back who you'd like to see against alongside Van Dijk. But it's, it's difficult to leave Matip out. I was a big critic of him earlier this year, and I was a bit worried when he he lined up against Bayern Munich. But he hasn't put a foot wrong. So um, if he's not making any mistakes, then leave him in. Mm. Presume we're going four three three. Um, no arguments there. Uh, Gorsley, we start with you. Who's your midfield three? Uh, I'm going to go for Fabinho. I think he's pretty much making himself untroppable, isn't he? These days, as as Liverpool's primary number six, and then 
possibly Genie Wijnaldum and Jordan Henderson. Connor, concur with those three? Yeah, they are the three, aren't they? They're the three that you want to pick, are the three you want to get in the you know, against the best teams, they are the three that makes the system work when the midfielders looked a little bit overrun without them there in pre-season. When teams get a little bit on top of them, you just really realise how much they run, how much work they put in off the ball, how much Liverpool really need those three in the midfield. And yeah, they are my three too. Okay, ball from Doyle? I think... Navigator with a shout? Well, no, I was actually, actually going to say, I wouldn't be surprised if Lallana plays and plays mm-hmm. instead of Fabinho. Really? Yeah. Not that I'm no. saying, I'm not saying that should happen, like, but... There's just something I think there aren't many games where they're going to be able to try that. And if this isn't, you know, it's it, it's still okay. It's a proper game, but it's not quite the, the biggest. It won't be the biggest game Liverpool play this season. Let's put it that way. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, but otherwise, personally, I'd have Fabinho and Henderson. And ooh, I don't know. You see, I don't think Kate and Shakiri are quite ready yet. So you would have to go one Eldam, yeah. Milner, okay. no, no, no. He can come on second half. He likes playing against City. With with Harry Wilson as well. Yeah, he'll be, they'll be all be there, yeah. Okay. Unless I say Harry Wilson's gonna start. You'll find out in a second. <laughs> right. Back around this way. <laughs> your, your front three. Yeah, Harry Wilson's not starting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be a, it'll be a Rigi on the left from Oh, I don't know actually. No, I don't think he's gonna play no, right, I'm oh, I'm going oh, back. Oh. I think I think Harry Wilson Change is gonna start, yeah. Oh. Okay, oh can he? Oh I don't know. This is not confuse me. Who plays for you Liverpool think about again? It. Rigi yeah, starting on left for me. Yeah. Firmino Arig- yeah. and Salah are going to start too because I think, you know, they looked sharp. Firmino's goal against Leon was, was really good and Salah kept cutting him from the inside and he looked every bit of the player that left last season. So, yeah, they are the, my three. Mm. Yeah, Salah on the, on the right. I don't really like to see him anywhere else. Um, Firmino is the nine and Divock Origi on the left. Mm. Two for Divock. That's the obvious team, but I'm trying to think whether or not he'll do something a bit daft because basically Firmino and Salah aren't lasting the full game no, no chance yeah. and they may even get subbed 45. at half time so yeah. it's whether he brings them on in the second half rather than plays them in the first when he makes we, two of his regulation three subs or yeah, 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 one yeah. of us yeah. 11 well we were surprised at the Leon game because we, we knew that they were all going to feature at some point but then they all started and then obviously after half an hour you know, Firmino really goes off yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah so you can't do that um, now I'm going to have Harry Wilson starting. Harry Go Wilson starts, Origi on the left and Firmino up top. Leave Salah for the second half. Interesting. Excellent. Right. Well, we got there in the end. They are they are your Reds to take on City. Um, and we'll leave it there. We'll be back on Monday where hopefully we're reflecting on Liverpool getting the first trophy of the season in the back. See you then. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.